What's going on, Irregulars? Welcome back on another Thursday. It's your boy, Bobby. Caitlin, what's going on? Oh, you know, I'm here. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, you sound super excited. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm here. Ugh. Uh, it's just like one of those weeks, you know, I feel like it's only, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and it, it feels like it's Friday afternoon already. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it, I saw a meme, actually, I think it may have been posted in the Facebook group. It was like um, pretty rude that it's not to, or that that it's Tuesday and not Friday Honestly, or something like same. that. I agree. Whoever posted that, shout out. So fucking true. Yeah, I was like, oh gosh, I felt this. They're like, fuck. It's or the other one where it's like, fuck. It's a quote, fuck. It's been a whole uh, a long week, and then it says like in asterisks, like me on a Tuesday. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You're like, god damn. So, Bobby, the listeners want to know how did the date with Katie go? Oh, it was fucking sweet because uh, it didn't happen. No. And, no. Got ghosted, too. No. Ghosted. No way. Ghosted. Wow. And for those who don't know, like, me and Bobby don't check in about a couple of things just so it can be organic on this podcast, and I'm fucking pissed. Tell me more. Now go. Yeah, I got ghosted. Um, yeah, just set plans for uh, the other night, and then before you know it, I was like, hey, we still good? Nothing. Haven't nothing. heard from her since. Uh, nothing at all since. Nothing. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yo, I this like just get okay. This is why I hate dating PSA. Like I can't I can't handle this shit. Like. Yeah, but don't you ghost guys? I don't ghost them. I you just, just bail. bail on them. Okay, yeah, there's a huge difference. <laughs> huge difference, right? It is different. Okay. Um. Okay. So, any other highlights of the week? No, I zero for six on shoot my shot with girls. So. No. Yeah, zero for six this week. Six people. Something like that, like five or six. Oh I shot God. my shot. Ladies, you hear that? He's wounded. He's ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vulnerable, please. Well, I mean, okay. Have you increased maybe your amount of times you're reaching out to girls due to the New Year's resolution? No. Um. Yeah, I think I have. Like, I've definitely been shooting my shot a lot more. But yeah, I, 0 for six kind of sucked well, this week. Well, look at it this way: you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take. And for me, it was I missed all 100 percent of the shots that I did take. So. <laughs> <laughs> here we are oh my god mm. oh it'll get better it's still yeah. the first month you have 11 more months to go yeah yeah <laughs> what happens at the end of 11 months so i just like disappear <laughs> just disintegrate into nothing we'll start new resolutions then maybe oh, okay. maybe in 11 months you now be in like super like functional happy healthy relationships yeah i'm not holding my breath and then probably the world will set on fire and more than it already fly, is and yeah fair enough how about you what's what's up with you um, oh, I had a long weekend. I got together with my college roommates, uh, one of whom our listeners are familiar with, Liv. She came back to visit, and much like her last visit, everyone is just, they're just never dull. They're so long. They're so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is true. Yeah, we, we did brunch on Sunday, which I haven't done brunch in this area yet. And let me tell you, brunch in the suburbs is supposed to be chill. And we weren't feeling chill, so we actually asked our server, who was, like, 19 and just, like, I think terrified of us. We're like, so what, what would you do if we, like, went into the other room, like, COVID-compliant, wore masks, but used our cell phones, put it in a cup, and started dancing to rave music? She's like, um, I, I guess that would be fine. <laughs> so we turned a really nice brunch spot into a rave, basically. Oh, dope, dope. And then the table next to us of, like, five or six girls – they had been there way before us, so they were already lit. And we didn't realize that brunch ended at 2. We got there at, like, 
12.45. So we were, like, slamming mimosas because we're, like, well, we're going to get our fucking money's God. worth. Someone's got to play catch up, right? Absolutely. And like how we did. At one point, we were chugging them, and it was, like, falling down the one dude's mouth. And the witch was like, please stop. I'll just get you guys another picture. Like, I, d- please, I'm begging you. Like, fucking relax. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the other table came, comes over, and – the one girl was like really feeling herself and she bent over one of the guys in our group who was like six four and three hundred pounds and starts being like, It's somebody's birthday. Birthday spanks proceeds to spank this man twenty one times. Wait, the man got spanked. Oh yes. She's oh. she's dealing out spanks and he's like trying to bend over and his like back hurts. He's like, Oh no, it's not feeling great right now. Oh my god. <laughs> she like twirls me in. She's like, Your turn, you spank him. I'm like, What is happening? What the fuck is going <laughs> I hope on? I don't see any of my coworkers here. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Damn, well, uh, I'm just gonna say thanks for the invite. That was super dope. Um just to let you guys I know I was were, not there. You were doing your own thing Sunday. Yeah, I was. I was fucked up somewhere else. But I'm so <laughs> proud. he's really just like I feel like I'm like growing this this child of like degeneracy. The party world, baby. Well it's it all gonna it's all gonna end. I'm done at the end of the month. Done. Done drinking. Not for the rest of my life, but like we're gonna take a break. I I want I want to support you as your friend, but I also want to drink with you as your friend. So <laughs> I feel like, a little bit betrayed, but like also a, like a moral thicket right now. Yeah, I support I, I Check back next week. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ne- next week, I'm like, I'm on another bender. <laughs> uh, so anyway. So we're here with a guest um, who is extremely close to me. Um, 15 months close to me, actually, almost to the day, too. I do have my sister. Her name is Leanne. Um, and we're going to dive into a little uh, topic here that a lot of people just don't talk about, you know? I think it's a really important topic, and I'm so excited that we have Leanne here with us today. First of all, I want to commend you for coming on here and talking about this today because it's a tough topic. Um, today, we're going to be talking about pregnancy loss and infertility. Leanne, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. I didn't think Bobby would ever let me on here. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Re- I'm not going to lie. She was, was so re- mad. <laughs> she was so mad that we had Zach on first. Oh, I bet. I I was, when he's like, I'm having Zach on, I'm like, oh. That's I literally texted him like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, you're like not. I te- no, I think I texted you the meme, like, fuck me, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, first off, that's my meme. Second off, you know, chill, you're not that cool. So, sorry, I have to, guys, let's just preface this. I have to make fun of her. She All is my time. sister. So, yeah, I, so I'll allow it. there I, will I, be jokes today yes. thrown at her. I actually don't dislike her as a person. I It's just, it's like my moral it's how obligation. Up, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll try and moderate. I'll do the best that I can. But, but yeah, so um, not a great, happy topic, obviously. Yeah. Um, something that I think, at least from my perspective, I, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that this is way more prominent than we ever knew. Like, we grow up and no one tells you, like, it's going to be oh, hard. Absolutely. If anything, it's the opposite. They're like, you fuck once, you're going to get pregnant. I know. It's, I mean, I, I, I joke about it now. It's like, <laughs> and sorry, mom and dad, for saying this, but like, um, you know, in, in high school, I was like, oh, I could have totally had like unprotected sex and it wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> 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 but, like, sorry, sorry, mom, mom and dad. <laughs> oh, Not that funny. I did. I mean, totally safe. Yeah, you always. Know, this always, is funny watching but... Bobby blush as you talk about sex. I know. This is I did think fun. it was going to be weird like <laughs> talking about this with my brother. But yeah, This is going to be a little interesting. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, again, yes, uh, as Caitlin said, you know, I do, I do commend you because although it is a very um, like emotional topic and it's not a very uh, happy one, nor nonetheless, but w- one thing that I have learned over your journey from, um, you know, 
your first pregnancy to to today is that this is something that you're passionate about. You Absolutely. do you do post about it a lot on social media. You are making sure that you are an advocate for people who are feeling the same way and stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Or going through the yeah, same thing. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I've been open about it since my very first one. So just like a little bit of background, I had three miscarriages. Um, my very first pregnancy resulted in a miscarriage and you know, I was 20 five at the time so it's you're like what the hell like what this is what my body's supposed to do like what's going on here and then there's not a lot of like resources out there either for like people in coping with miscarriage because people just don't talk about it you know in our parents day and age they didn't have really like I mean like pregnancy tests like were a thing but you know, they didn't test as quickly as we did. Like they're not, there weren't, those tests weren't as effective as they are now. You didn't get your now. results in fucking right. two in, seconds. In two seconds. So yeah. like a lot of the times women in, you know, like our parents age and older, like would get a period and they just think that their period was late when they really was an early miscarriage. So there's. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you could totally, like your parents could have experienced one, your grandparents, great, whatever, and just never have known it because you just treat it as a, you know, a late period or whatever um so yeah it's it's i think we're a little bit more informed about it today i mean you see celebrities all the time speaking out i mean like chrissy teigen is one off the top of my head you know i don't know who that is she's like a model she's married to john legend you know chrissy teigen you know who she is she has like really high cheekbones and she's pretty i'll have to instagram over yeah well she like they lost their son she i think she was like 22 or 23 weeks pregnant and how many months is that? That shit always confuses me. It, it's roughly halfway through pregnancy. So 20 weeks is halfway through pregnancy. So she was a little over halfway. And it's just devastating. Had I've seen her deliver. Post. Yeah, looks, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Had to deliver, um, you know, they're stillborn. So so how so your first miscarriage. My first miscarriage. Was how many weeks in then? So, if we're on yeah. that topic. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you typically, like, you go see your doctor at eight weeks. Like, that's the first time that they're going to see you. And so we went in at eight weeks for my very first appointment, and they said that the baby stopped growing at six. So six But it weeks, was still alive at that point? It wasn't. Like, it was okay. still – I mean, it was, like, really just tissue. There were just, like – was like, there was, like, the sac and everything. There just was no heartbeat. They're, they, they measure it. It's really cool. Like, the ultrasound, they take, like, this thing, and they measure, and it tells you, like, how big it is. And there's certain uh, measurements that it should be at, and then it wasn't – where it should be at eight weeks they weren't quite sure they saw like a faint faint heartbeat so they're like come back in two weeks you know but don't get your hopes up um so i'm like i hope they delivered that news like a little bit more like effectively okay yeah yeah i mean it was really like come back in two weeks like we're not seeing what we want to be seeing we just want to make sure you know that this is what's happening like there is a chance that this can continue to be a, a viable pregnancy or it can't but we want to prepare you for the worst and that it's not going to be. What, so, what was that like for you? Like, how did you guys take that news? I mean, I so the, for the very first one, it was like just complete and utter shock. Was I mean, it you and Zach in the room too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, he was in the room with me. And like, I just didn't know how to take it. Like, I didn't know. I never knew anybody that experienced this. So it's like, how do I handle this? Like, what do I do? And the reason why I asked that too is because I don't think he was able to go to any of, any of your doctor's appointments and stuff for your last for, child because because for, of COVID. he came to the very first one because we found out i was pregnant right before COVID hit okay yeah just so, so <laughs> i just wanted to let everyone know there's a reason why i asked that question yes um so well, he not everyone can come to appointments not, and yeah and he works and there's always... plenty of ones that he didn't i mean i'll talk about it again but my third miscarriage he he wasn't there i had to find out that news by myself 
So he, um, like, he was there. We just kind of, like, well, well, like, what do we do? We'll just kind of wait and see. So and then we went back, like, two weeks later. And um, did you th- tell family at that point? Like, We you... told no one. Okay. Because, like, I, I jumped the gun a bit, too. I was like, okay, we bought, like, these, like, wine bottles that say you're going to be grandparents. And, like, we were so excited because we were we were ready to start a family. Like, I got pregnant right away. I was got off my birth control in November. We started in December. By January, I was pregnant. Oh, wow. So. And, like, I also want to preface, too. Like, let's keep in mind that, like, this is going to be the one and only time that I'm going to hype my sister up. And my sister did everything right in, in quote, unquote, correct as far as, like, a normal, like, relationship marriage. She met a nice guy in college. They waited till she, she graduated college to get married. They got married. They stayed married for a couple years and, and learned what it was like to be a married couple. Then decided to have babies. So, All right, you know, I, I got to cut you off on that, though. I really, I'm sorry. I have to. It's, it, it is no, maybe it's the politically, the politically correct yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I said. I get where you're going. It's the white picket fence way, which that's is what I'm great, saying. and it's awesome, but... I'm not saying no. Not I'm not discrediting. Yeah, I'm not that. discrediting that. That's how that it should be. I'm just saying that she did the normal thing. Right. And well, then it's what your par- what, what your, your parents, parents would want. expect right, of exactly. you to follow the, that route. Correct. Yes. So then that's why, like, when she started having all these, you know, challenges, I'm like, man, this is really frustrating because it's like this is the picture perfect. Right. And it makes you think, like, people that don't like young girls maybe or irresponsible women who are not ready to be mothers and they get pregnant by accident oh yeah sure i mean yeah you. it's like you see these people who have been in a relationship with somebody for three months and they're posting on facebook their their pregnancy announcement and you're looking at it like are you fucking kidding me like here i am doing quote unquote the right thing yeah mm-hmm. and here you are you barely know this person and it's like well why isn't it happening for me and it, it's exhausting like mentally and like saying that i mean i had to take a break from social media for a while because i was just like at that time so many people were posting like announcements and stuff and i'm just like why isn't it me like what is wrong with my body why can't my body do this and why does it hate me (laughs) i'm sure that was so conflicting for you too like wanting to be happy for them but also yeah upset for yourself exactly and yeah it's tough because it's you know we i've had had friends go through similar situations and you know I thought that we could be people to, like, rely on one. Not like we really, like, rely on each other. Like, but on like, each other, yeah. And, you know, but it didn't turn out that way. So, like, everybody handles it differently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you handle miscarriage or loss or whatever infertility in your own way. But, you know, I just want to be somebody that someone can reach out to. And I've had plenty of people do it. I share my story religiously, like, on social media. Um, especially in, the, like, the month of October when it is pregnancy loss and, you know, uh, infertility awareness month so like I do share my story then and I've had people like and people Bobby you know I'm not going to name any names because I'm not rounding yeah. anybody out their story to tell but people that you know who have just messaged me privately and been like hey you know this happened I you know we were pregnant I lost a baby how did you cope and I just kind of just help them through it and tell them look it's it's okay it's more normal than you think unfortunately it is um and we are seeing it more I mean I can't tell you how many I would I'm shocked by the amount of people that have just come out and said you know, I've had a miscarriage and it's like, okay, well, like what's going on to cause this? Like, why is this happening? Well, that was, yeah, that was my next question was like, did they ever figure out what was quote unquote wrong with you? No. So kind of like backtracking here. So I had my first miscarriage. We found out in February um, and I had a DNC done. So they dilate you. And then what they do is kind of like vacuum out the tissue. Oh my gosh. Um, so I was what like, what's that like for you? Um, It was kind of like, it was emotional because it's like. I, I, 
you're sitting you're there and you're sucking you. like what could have been my child out right. of me like oh, and because i've had three dncs i'm now listed as a habitual aborter like on medical oh paperwork and it's like okay but it's not by choice i'm not right. aborting babies just for the yeah i'm not going like, out getting pregnant yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a tough term and i like Ouch. hate that so like when i go to get blood work done it says like habitual border on it and i'm like no and it's like, like there should be i crossed it out <laughs> and, like i literally crossed i was like no habitual miscarriages and it's like not by choice good for you so um <laughs> Yeah, so they had the first uh, miscarriage in February, went in for a DNC, um, recovered from that. And that recovery is just kind of like a period. It's cramping, bleeding, can't wear, you know, a tampon. So it just kind of sucks. Um, I ended up in the emergency room a day or two afterwards because I hemorrhaged and I just didn't know what to do. What's What's that? Like, I just bled. Like, just... Just kept bleeding. Just kept okay. bleeding. I mean, I mean, like, clots, everything. It was meant... It looked like... A murder scene it was absolutely horrible um so then we were just kind of like all right doctor always has to wait one cycle before trying again so i'm like we'll just kind of see what happens Zach's <laughs> like damn it <laughs> so i mean like it's not like you can't have sex but they're like just like to actively try to have a baby they'll like wait one cycle so we waited one cycle before we you know started trying again and even then it wasn't like i'm tracking my ovulation and like this is when we have to do it we're just kind of like if it we were winging it if it happens it happens um so a friend of mine had gotten married in june i got super drunk um and we came home you know did the deed and i was like but pull out you know just like i'm not we're not ready for this just yet just let's pull out so he pulled out but i ended up getting pregnant so <gasps> oh, we have, you hear that ladies and gentlemen we have to know what were you drinking oh god i don't remember tequila no damn it i think i was i, I was drinking white wine Okay. Ooh. Most likely, because that's all I drink. But um, this is terrifying. Also, yeah, the pull-out method pull, actually pull doesn't work. Pull-out method Fuck. does not work. Um, you can still get pregnant. Hence, I did. Um, I thought that was a myth. I mean, this is gonna sound so stupid, but like I thought it was like a point nothing percent chance. Oh, point nothing. nothing. Well, I'm part of that point nothing oh, percent chance God. that it Fuck. happened. All right, good to know. Um, so. Not that I do that, but like I just you know for, for our listeners who do, just figure they should just know. be careful. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, so found out that I was pregnant again in, I think it was like July. Yeah. And um, this time around, because I had just had a miscarriage in February, my doctor's like, well, let's take you in at six weeks and do an ultrasound and like, we'll go from there. So uh, I went to a, like a specialist and had an ultrasound done at six weeks. and like, okay, we faintly see a heartbeat. Like, this is good. This is good. And I'm like, all right, we're getting excited. Um, and is it normal to see a faint heartbeat at that point? Not, I mean, like, they say you can, but, like, it's not, like, what this, I, I don't even know what, like, the terminology is for someone who does ultrasounds, like, and The ultrasound tech? tech? Yeah. yeah. I'll just use right. that. Um, so she said, you know, that there's this faint heartbeat, and really she shouldn't have said that. Our doctor came and was like, you know, she never should have said that to you. We're just kind of, like, she shouldn't have said anything at all. Um, so then, so the, so she was the one who really broke it to you first, really. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. like, there was like a little bit of faint heartbeat and gave us like this glimmer of hope. And so like, we left all excited and we're like, Hey, it's happening. Um, two weeks later, I went oh, back. So you were going to that appointment and you were not supposed to have learned anything. That right. was just for their it own It was just for their own to purposes track. to track to measure. Like, so they were going to measure oh. me at six weeks and then go again at eight weeks to see like if there was any growth abnor- abnormalities or whatever. Um, or if, you know, at eight weeks you can see the heartbeat, you can't, I don't think you can hear it, but you can't, you can see it. Right. 
So we went again at eight weeks and they were doing another ultrasound and I kind of knew it like what to look for because we had, you know, two other ultrasounds before that. And, um, you know, the doctor's face just dropped and I was like, here we go again. Um, and just started crying and the doctor was like, oh, all right, I'm going to give you guys some time to process and, you know, we'll meet together and discuss like how we're going to move forward. Um, so, you know, I just sat there crying and Zach just like held me and he's like, it's okay. It's okay. Like it's going to happen. And he was just like so supportive. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, I don't understand this. It doesn't make any sense. So we met with the doctor and he said that we're going to do what we did the last time and do another DNC. But this time we're going to take the tissue and take it for genetic testing. He's like, just to make sure that there's nothing like wrong with like your uterus or how anything like attaches to it. And you're going to have an MRI done as well of your uterus just to make sure like structurally it's okay to hold a pregnancy. And why did they do this? You said it's not typical that they do this. Yeah, it's not? not typical that they do it after like your second miscarriage. Like typically they want you to have like more than three. Oh, that's awful. Which is like horrible. Like I, I love, I love my doctor. He has since retired and I was like so, so sad. But like I love that he advocated for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm 25. I don't know. I haven't experienced this. And so he's like, look, this is what we're going to do. He's like, typically we don't do this, but you're young. Why is this happening? We need to figure out what's going on. You know, you just had a miscarriage back in February and here you are again six months later. So um, we went in for another DNC and there was this nurse there who was there for my first one. And her name was Alice and she was just like my guardian angel. So, like she saw me and she's like, I was hoping it wasn't you when I saw the name. Like, let me just hug you. And she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, it will happen. I promise. And she was just like such a sweetheart. And she made like that time you know, a little bit more easier than the, the first time I had a DNC. Um, so they took the tissue for genetic testing. Uh, recovery was the same as this, the first time I ended up back in the emergency room again because oh I hemorrhaged again. Um, and we still don't know why that happened. But, you know, they did the testing, then they brought us back in, and everything came back normal. So, and in a way, that, like, that pissed me off. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like I would rather something come back and be wrong so we know how to fix it mm-hmm. and know how to move forward from here than to have nothing be wrong and be like, well, you just got to keep trying. It's like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, my um, MRI came back pretty normal. They said, like, the lining on my one uterus was thicker than the other sides, but that shouldn't you know, have a problem with holding a pregnancy, your, your progesterone level was down. So, you know, that's something to monitor like the next time that you get pregnant. I'm like, all right. So I was like, I said to Zach, I was like, I just need to take a break from this. Like back to back, like, let's just wait. Let me get myself emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever, you know, back in track. Um, so then October came around and I'll never forget this. I was at work and I had just pulled into the parking lot. I was driving our agency car coming home f- or coming back to the office for a meeting. And I stood up and like for some reason, like I, I had just gotten over my period and like I like went to like white, like I felt something mm-hmm. and my hand was covered in blood. And I looked mm-hmm. on the seat of the this car. This probably sounds weird to Bobby, but this is like very normal for yes. girls. <laughs> we, if we feel blood, like we do you a feel like check. You, you just know yeah. like to check. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, like, I stood out of the car and, like, I felt a gush. I was like, what was that? Like, my period was just over last week. Like, what is going on? Went to the bathroom. I mean, it was, like, a straight-up murder scene. Uh. And for, I would say, like, two weeks, I couldn't not be near a bathroom because I was just bleeding. Like, and, and it this was is just randomly in October. Randomly in October. Like, out of nowhere, like, what is going on? It was horrible. Like, I had a 
take off time from work because I couldn't be at work. I needed to be near a bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they did another – I think they did an ultrasound, I want to say, and they said that there was, like, tissue from my first miscarriage still in my uterus. It wasn't the second one. How it was the first tell? one. I guess, like, with how it was – decaying oh, for lack of a better they term. can figure out how old dinosaurs are yeah so i had to have a uterine surgery done to get all that tissue out and while they were in there they shaved the lining of my uterus as well they're like this will help with that thickness of maybe having the egg like attached to you know your uterine wall and be able to hold a pregnancy so in the 2015 i had three dncs that is unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm starting to lose hope that, like, this wasn't going to happen for me. And it was what, tough. What was that process like for you? Like, how, how did that feel? It, it it sucked. It's like, you know, a woman's body is made to do this. And it's made to produce, you know, babies. I mean, whether you want them or not. Like, that's just. Right. You know, they're props to women out there who don't want kids and are vocal about it like more power to you but i think what you're trying to say is, is men cannot have babies men cannot, <laughs> men cannot have babies like women's bodies were made to reproduce so it's like why can't i do this like why does my body hate me what am i doing wrong why can't i have a baby um and it sucks and i'm like and i know there's people out there who have gone through like even worse struggles than this and like i don't want to diminish like what they've gone through because obviously like, there's plenty of people who have it you know, way harder than three miscarriages. You know, I had a mom on my caseload. She had 17. She tried oh for seven God. years to have a baby, had 17, like, miscarriages, and just ended up adopting because it was just, like, too much for her. So, like, there, I know there's people out there, but, but like, every, important too, everybody's like, story is, Yeah, I think you know. that's one thing I think, low-key plug for last episode, in therapy I've learned is um, never to diminish your own yeah. experience. Right. And, and I mean, even having one spermatic, but I can't, three is a lot. Three it is, is a lot. Yeah. And I kept like telling myself that like, it was hard to feel bad because I knew that there was other people out there that had it worse. And I'm like, here I am crying over three miscarriages. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I know people out there who can't get pregnant. Like what? But at the same time, it's like, I need to deal with my own grief. And like, there Absolutely. just wasn't a way that I can I could do it. Like, it was hard for, my, you know, my husband to understand what I was feeling. Like, guys don't go through this. And they don't know the emotional toll that it takes. So I think after that one, we just said, we're going to take a break for a while and just get myself back on track, um, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, the whole nine. Um, so that spring in 2016, I started, like, like a weight loss challenge with a friend and – um, dropped close to 25, 30 pounds, I want to say. good for you, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Got in the best shape of my life. Ain't no body like a comeback body, <laughs> let me tell you. When you're trying to get over something traumatic, yeah. your body looks I channeled. Yes, I, you know, I channeled all that, I think, grief and disappointment into into the gym. And I think that's where I found, like, my love for it is, you know, I, I think I needed that to happen for me to find what I needed to fix myself mentally. Um so, yeah, got in the best shape of my life. And then in August of um, 2016, found out that we were pregnant. Um, and at the time, I you know, I called my doctor and I said, you know, I got a positive pregnancy test. Were you guys trying at this point still? or I think that was, yeah, I think August was like the first month we're like, all right, let's go. You know, we're, we're planning a baby around wrestling season, so we got to start That's now. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so, because my husband coaches high school wrestling, so we had to plan 
we wanted to play in our first baby around for him to still be coaching. That's so funny. Um, so that. August was like, <laughs> needs to happen in August. Um, so it happened in August. And, you know, I got a positive pregnancy test. And I called my doctor. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to get you started on progesterone. So it's just like an extra hormone to – because my progesterone level was normal or a little bit low um, when I had all the blood work done with the genetic testing. So they started me on the progesterone. And I was taking that, you know, every night for the first 12 weeks. And, you know, we went for our first appointment at eight weeks and we saw the heartbeat. Everything was going great. And I cried happy tears and I I couldn't believe that, you know, it was like, we're not in the clear yet, you know, like, and I was still worried. I mean, I worried my entire pregnancy with my daughter, you know, it's, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got to the first 12 weeks and I was like, all right, here we go. This is it. Like this is our rainbow baby. Like we, we got her. So she, Eva was born in on Bobby's birthday. Yeah. So, funny, <laughs> so don't worry guys. I'm still here. I'm just soaking all this in. Cause a lot of this, I actually don't know either. Um, as much as, as far as like all the details and whatnot, but funny story actually is, um, like when she got pregnant and whatnot, they were like, she had, you had your date announced yeah. or whatnot, or like, what was our, like our due sixth? date? The May 7th, May 7th. All right. And I literally turned to my buddy Wags and I was like, yeah, my sister said that she's due May 7th. And he looks at me, takes a sip of beer and goes, she'll be born on your birthday. And I was like, yep, that'll happen. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Like when I told Bobby about it, he's like, better not be born on my birthday and it better be a boy. I'm like, well, one, I don't have control over either (laughs) of those things. So I was like, I'm hoping I don't go to the 15th because that's you know, seven days after my due date. Uh, I don't want to be overdue, but. And sure enough. And sure enough. <laughs> I'll never, I'll literally never forget it. We were out to dinner. We uh, usually non-COVID when we got like my birthday. I don't really celebrate it all that much. And, yeah, me either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't really, like I'm not a big birthday guy. So I was just, we usually just go to this hibachi place um, and just get dinner and then come back and hang out and whatnot. And we uh, were like, I don't know, like Leanne, like this and the other thing, she might give birth, who knows. That morning I sit down at work and I get a text from my mom, your sister just went into labor. And I go, of course she did, because <laughs> it's my fucking birthday and we have dinner reservations. So we changed the dinner reservations for, uh, it was two, four, six, six to four, because mm-hmm. Zach and Leanne weren't going to be there. We go out to dinner and at dinner we get a text uh eva was born you know blah 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 and we're like okay cool packed up dinner real quick went right to the hospital i'm like god damn it like this poor is bobby like, like his birthday's overshadowed okay, so i actually have a funny story about that and i hope you remember this because um little little plug here um i'm obsessed with leanne's child and this happened it was it was slow i, I didn't even know it was happening until i was full-on stalking her uh virtually and at some point in public too but we won't talk about that but <laughs> i just was, found that out too <laughs> this was before bobby and i had really gotten close too so like this is a very unwarranted <laughs> obsession but like her kid is so cute i'm oh my gosh she's amazing so um i would you know text bobby here and there when he was living in florida and just randomly shoot him texts like oh my god your niece is so cute like she's just amazing she's so beautiful hope you're doing well like yeah, right. um so <laughs> It was Eva's birthday. So social media is like flooded with all these pictures of Eva. And I didn't know it was Bobby's birthday. (laughs) So I literally texted Bobby on his own birthday. 
just gushing about his niece like I usually do. Happy birthday, Eva. Cute, cutest girl in the world. Like, love her. Have a good day. Don't say Bobby's, a word. Not Bobby. a word. Not a, and he doesn't, you know, Bobby, he's like. All right, whatever. I'm going like, to give him a nice little, you know, put up here. He's modest sometimes. But um, he didn't say shit. And the next day I saw posts for Bobby's birthday. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a dick. <laughs> I'm like, yo, was yesterday your birthday? He's like, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. I'm like, my bad. Fuck. <laughs> if yeah. Bobby's like a living meme, it's that fuck me, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, fuck me, right. That's what. So, so moral of a story is yeah. you did have a successful pregnancy. We did pregnancy. have a successful pregnancy. And, you know. I will forever say it. If every pregnancy was like my pregnancy with Eva, I would have 100 kids. I mean, I felt great. It was wonderful. My labor was so easy. She um, looked, I think you deserve like, that. She looked so, like, I remember being at the hospital after. And, like, you know how, like, sometimes, like, you see women after they just have a kid. They look like they just went it's through a, a fucking g- war. Because it is a war. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, not a kid. Because it is, yeah. And I remember, like, walking in. I'm like, did you even have this child? Like, were you, like she looked like she was just... It looked like she was just chilling on the couch, and I'm like, That's oh, awesome. Well, okay. you d- I think you deserve that. Yeah, after you know, epidural meds are wonderful too. Mm. So. <laughs> it makes you feel good when you don't feel any pain. You know, you're gonna be feeling pretty good after giving birth. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we got, we got our rainbow baby, and she's wonderful. I mean, she's so sassy and just. For those of who don't know, including myself, what is a rainbow baby? So a rainbow baby is uh, like a baby after child loss. So whether you lost a child who was already like a year or so older or you know you lost a child in pregnancy they call it like the rainbow after the storm so okay oh, that's cute yeah so they, it's just something that i guess people do and then label it as a rainbow baby i don't know it's special it's nice yeah. it's special you know you know you went through this traumatic thing and here's your you know your gift or whatever mm-hmm. um so she's a rainbow baby and zane's a rainbow baby yeah, he's yeah. Our second child. Yeah, he's yeah. our second child who I just had in October. So, and I actually didn't know that. Um, I, again, commend you for being so public about it. But I, I learned the term rainbow baby from you on, on social media. And then when you had posted about Zane, I don't know that you said it right away, but I remember eventually when I saw you yeah. post it, I'm like, oh shit, she must have had another miscarriage yeah. between the two. Yeah, and I did. I, and, and just for our listeners, I'm learning the details of this as you guys are. I'm that's why I'm asking 12 million <laughs> questions because I just. I, I wasn't really, you know, I knew you struggled, but I yeah. didn't know. And the for Kitty not to know what's going on in my sister and Eva's life is. Considering a, I have my, uh, you know, Eva has her own soccer. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah no. You know, like for, <laughs> Number one fan club. Don't, I don't have, there's no members, just me. It's just my fan club. <laughs> We're not accepting any new members it's just this Katie. time. It's just my fan club. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, we knew that we wanted more than one. Um, I was adamant on two only zach was like give me five I'm like you're not the one pushing them out so um but he's the one pushing them in oh my god my man (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) um so we were like all right well let's start trying you know for another one and uh it was was it 2019 2018 i don't even oh my god this is mom brain like at its finest right now um regardless in january of 2000 I think it was 19 um got pregnant again and started the progesterone like as my doctor started because it would worked with Eva um so we started the progesterone and Zach was away at wrestling for my very first eight-week appointment so were you still 2020 by the way was it no it was no it was 2019 oh oh sorry we're not talking about Zane we're not talking about Zane okay (laughs) So, so at this point when you were pregnant, were you nervous again or did you feel more hopeful? Um, I was nervous. I was more so nervous because like I was going, I was starting like 
technically starting a new job. I was going back to an old job I had prior to Eva. Um, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to fuck this up. Like, I don't want to come in here and be like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant and I'm going to What were you nervous again. about, the, about and, the baby, you know? Yeah, you're always going to be. I think, right. like, what, if you experience one loss every single pregnancy, you're going to be, like, on just edge. on edge. Right. And you're on edge the entire time until that baby's here. And then when that baby's here, you're even more on edge because of, you now know. Now you have to take care <laughs> of it. Yeah, you have to take care of it. And, you know, there's SIDS is real. Um, you know, it's scary and, you know, babies don't talk, so they don't tell you what's wrong and it's just guessing games. So you're constantly on edge thinking of like, am I doing this right? And whatnot. Um, so yeah, I was incredibly nervous, especially because Zach couldn't be at the appointment with me. Um, he was away for wrestling that day. I had the appointment, so I was by myself. And again, from experience and looking at the ultrasound, I just knew I, I looked at it and I looked at my doctor and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. Like, I just wasn't hopeful. I was, I was, I think I was at the point with pregnancies where, you know, you got that positive pregnancy test, but like, you couldn't be excited about it, you know, because you always had that thought in the back of your head, like, it's not going to happen. Oh, that's, I didn't think about that. Wow. You know, it's like, I can't be excited about a pregnancy test. Like, I had these dreams of telling Zach in a fun, creative, Pinteresty type of way and telling our family, like, hey, you're going to be grandparents. And like, even with Eva, we didn't do that. We just flat out said, hey, we're pregnant. If the, we have a loss again, we need you here for support. There wasn't an elaborate way to tell anybody, you know, and I think that kind of sucks because this is an exciting time and like a woman and, you know, not to discredit that, but like in his life too, to say that you're having a baby and you want to announce it in a fun way to everybody. And when you experience numerous losses, you can't get excited about it. You can't show it off. You can't because you're just constantly worried. So, um, yeah, so I had another miscarriage and I went in for another DNC and thankfully this time there was no hemorrhaging after it um we had a wonderful doctor who we talked about it like hey you know two surgeries you know i hemorrhaged like what can we do to stop this Mm -hmm. so um recovery was fine and then i was like we just need to chill again (laughs) like i don't want to go through this let's just wait and i think we started actively trying again like in the summer and then i couldn't get pregnant so we were tracking my ovulation, doing it like right when it needed to happen. It's like, all right, let's go. We need to make this happen. It's ovulation time. Next month comes, my period comes. And you're Zach like, stops cutting the grass halfway through the lawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, all right, oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's a certain window that women are the most fertile. And, you know, you, tra- you track that. And we were tracking my ovulation and it wasn't happening. You know, we were three days before, three days after. I mean, it was just wasn't happening. I'm like, what? Fuck. And what was that like on the relationship? Can I ask? Like, did it's, that make the it was did, stressful? Did it make the sex like not? Fun? It felt like work. Like it just like really? it felt like work. I mean, a, a guys, I'm gonna speak for Zach here. Like, sex is sex, and he's like, anyway, I can get it. And I'm it's gonna like, get it. It's like it's like pizza, <laughs> even when it's bad, it's, it's still so pretty good. good. But like it, to me, it was just like it was work. Like it was yeah. Like, is it gonna happen this time? Is it gonna happen this time? So yeah, that caused like stresses, and you know, you get sick of doing it because you're just like, Ugh, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Like you keep getting just demotivated yeah unmotivated yeah. unmotivated yeah demotivated is not a word yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah for a while it just wasn't happening and um and how many months was this i would say like we started actively trying again in like july so it was like july august september october november oh my december gosh, wow like 
wasn't happening. I think that's pretty common too, from what I understand. It for can, a lot yeah, of women. it can be. And you know, they. I think they're. I read something, and I could be totally wrong on this. That it'll take like a good year and a half or something before a woman can like of trying. Like that's the average length of a woman trying to right. get pregnant. Um. So I was like discouraged, but I wasn't. But I was also like, I can't emotionally take this anymore. Like I've been through three miscarriages surgery on my uterus like countless pregnancy tests that are like negative and i'm like i can't do this anymore you're beat up yeah i just i'm done like i i'm done and you know zach is like i don't want to be an old dad so like we need to make this happen now and like i'm pushing 30 and you know i don't want to be having babies late in my 30s and you know personal preference um so i said to zach i was like look and all this time I was like on progesterone so it was like already hormonal mess and whatever um I said to him I was like look this is our last shot otherwise I'm done I just can't take it anymore um emotionally physically if Eva is all we have she is so special and she'll always know that and then this is it this isn't gonna be our only kid and he's like okay all right we'll just give it one last shot and you know good thing we did because <laughs> right before I was, I was turning 30 um actually i remember when yeah. she she i have a sixth sense for when women are pregnant too by the way i've called multiple yes. women out when they are pregnant it was your 30th birthday, 30th birthday party birthday yeah. party mm-hmm. and she was like hey can i talk to you real quick and i was just like yeah sure like because it was a surprise party or whatever at the house here and i was like yeah sure she like pulls me aside she's like so and i go you're pregnant and she's like, what? I was like, no. did mom tell you? Because I had already told my mom. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's like, like, no. I was like, no. She's, she's like, how did you? I was like, mm, you're pregnant. I also called another group of friends out. Literally just showed up to their house one night. We were just getting together. Came, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, hey, how you doing? You're pregnant. She's like, what? The you f- probably shouldn't do that to people. Just like randomly. Just, just a, just a, just <laughs> just a little bit of life. I like, people. I do it with people. I know. You're pregnant. She's like, who the fuck are you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so rude yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah so she was just like you're pregnant and i was just like all right cool and i was and i actually if i'm not mistaken my first question was um what because i had known that she had had miscarriages i was like what happens if it's i said how far along are you and she, i think you were 10 weeks i think no i was like literally i took a pregnancy test on the 6th my birthday was on the 8th <laughs> so oh, okay. it was like i was like two yeah weeks. oh okay yeah two weeks so you I couldn't marry a birthday no. that blows. i know oh god my 30th you know I'm wow like, yeah but wow. i remember i just i remember i i'm almost positive my next question was like if you have another miscarriage, what are you going to, are you going to, yeah. and she was like, I, she goes, I'm done. letting you know if this doesn't work out, we're done. We're done. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I was a complete nervous wreck for the first like eight weeks. And, um, you know, cause you learn your body, like you just know when your body's pregnant as a woman, you just, it feels different and you have your symptoms of nausea, whatever morning sickness. And I had that, I was like feeling really nauseous. And then one day it just stopped. Um, and that's kind of what happened like in my second pregnancy that I, you know, ended up losing, like my symptoms just went away. And I think that was my body's way of telling me like, this isn't a viable pregnancy. So here I am this time around, like just nervous. And I remember Zach and I driving to my doctor's appointment and I cried the entire way. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, this is just so scary. And he's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You got to think positive. And like, I sobbed the entire way. So we got into the doctor's office and like they did the ultrasound and we saw that little flicker and I just lost it. I was like, 
oh my god and like just a, like a sense of relief i'm crying i know you guys can't <laughs> see that on here but i am now crying as well um you know just a sense of relief i was like oh my god all right still not in the clear but it's there like it's there um so again continued the progesterone went again for our 12 week and things were going great and here's zane in october and it's funny too because it's like you would think like i mean everyone obviously you know healthy baby this that, and the other thing that's like the healthiest kid on the planet the dude does nothing but eat and fucking sleep like yeah. he, and he's just like like <laughs> i i don't he just keeps growing and growing like you're like yeah, he's Fuck a little yeah. chubby baby he's cute he's, he's my second victim of stalking <laughs> in the making as he gets older <laughs> when yeah, i find out you're pregnant again i'm like yes <laughs> More another one baby. in the squad <laughs> <laughs> new, yeah, new fan club <laughs> i do have to say like totally don't recommend being pregnant during a pandemic but yeah, <laughs> sure. also true um yeah that was not fun um, you know, Zach, that was the only appointment Zach went to, I think was our eight and our 12 week appointment because COVID hit and he couldn't come to anything. So like he couldn't even come to my 20 week anatomy scan to find out like the gender and we had the tech write it on a envelope and we opened it up together at the house. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So and I called that too. Just mm-hmm. Oh shut! I oh, had a fifty-fifty shot. Like, <laughs> good point. Heads or tails. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's. Uh, thank you, one again for sharing your story and everything else. Um, I think it's really important. I would like to give you a moment to just like a closing argument, like kind of like what would you want to let people know about this? Like what you know something. Yeah. passion about just a little you know little you're, snippet yeah, you had you're, a little you're, monologue yeah but. you're not alone like they're you know you're walking amongst other women and you you don't know their story or whatever but you know there's people out there who are vocal about it i am one of those people so you know if you are going through this feel free to you know if you want to plug my ig no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to you know plug my social media i mean reach out to bobby or katie and just say hey you know i'm experiencing this too i want to talk to leanne um, I'll be that person. I've had so many people, you know, reach out to me, friends, friends of Bobby's, friends of just friends of friends um, who have gone through this and just, you know, it's stuff that we don't talk about and I'm not quite sure why. I don't know why there is such a stigma on pregnancy loss, but there is. It's like, it's just something women don't talk about. Um, I think they are embarrassed because again, your body's doing, it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, so yeah, I'm someone who's always going to be vocal about it. I'm here. I have experienced it. I can share, you know, resources with you and things that helped me got through it. What um, kind of things helped you get through it? There, I have to like look it up. I meant to do that earlier, but like there is this book about the, a baby, uh, this little boy who like visited heaven and, and his parents had experienced child loss and he talked about his sibling in heaven and like to the detail like and it's based on like a truth true story oh wow okay. um about he just like oh yeah i went and i saw my brother and you know just reading about that and how they're like there is hope at the end of the you know light at the end of the rainbow you know or whatever um you know channeled that there you know the the hospital did offer a like grief group but again i just didn't feel comfortable doing it because i'm like I, here I am, I had a very early miscarriage. There's women out there who've lost children to SIDS. You know, there's women who've lost their babies at 26 weeks. Like, I don't feel that. Like, you didn't feel like your story was enough right, to, to, right. to go to those to, to support go to groups. Those, yeah. to, to go to those support groups. So, like, it's out there, but I 
feel like people who have gone through similar what, what I've gone through, like they don't want to do that because they, they're in that same position. So, you know, I, I did a, like a lot of reading online, just support groups online and stuff. Um, I you journaled. I, I journaled. Oh, I just like okay. kind of like put my thoughts on a paper and like I was. That can be so therapeutic. It's though. so therapeutic. Like, it's something I. I don't I haven't listened to your episode from last week, but something I learned in therapy. Um, <laughs> Always plug therapy. <laughs> um, you know, and journaling, and it's just something that I've carried over. It's just like you just need to get your thoughts out and then burn them or whatever. And that's what I did. And listened to music, went to the gym. <laughs> Do you have any advice for, for example, someone like me or Bobby, or just someone else who's close to you or, or when you do go through that like what would you say would be the right thing or like as a thing? like as a support person yeah like, like what do you say like what could what could we do to help help you with that I mean like there's so many things like you can't, like it's so hard to be like there's things that people have said like oh well at least you know you can get pregnant don't say that to somebody because it's like okay yeah I know I can get pregnant but I want to stay pregnant yeah that doesn't what's the help point if you're pregnant if yeah it stay. I can also, I, I, I'm capable of doing a backflip but it's gonna hurt <laughs> right. it's gonna hurt 99 times I try yeah. until I get it you yeah. know what I mean like I there's like, like you do a backflip Bobby <laughs> there's like certain things that you know some people have said of like oh you know at least you know you can get pregnant or you have one healthy baby already or this is your body's way of telling you that something was wrong. It's like, well, if something was wrong, I was going to love that child regardless. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. still something I didn't want to go through. I mean, so it's just kind of let that person vent. Let them, you know, be like, have yourself be a shoulder to cry on for them. Um, keep them occupied. Like, take them out somewhere. Drink heavily <laughs> if you can. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> if you can, won't I won't be hard. Divulged in way too much wine. Um, yeah. I just, it's just. Just be there as, as a listener for somebody to just kind of vent about it. Because, you know, you don't know what people are going through. And that's just like with anything, you know, struggling here and then seeing people post their pregnancies and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have anybody to talk about this to. Like, I'm happy for them. I'm excited for them. But at the same time, I'm sad because I want that. I want that joy in announcing the pregnancy that's why I like I, you'll see me post like, like I said in October you'll see me post on April Fool's pregnancy jokes as an April Fool's joke piss me the fuck off and it's so interesting this past April I saw you post that and I never thought about it and I'm like fuck like wow yeah and, and, and to me it's like people will come back and say like well you can't let somebody else's actions like dictate your feelings so I was like but it's the fact that there's women out there who would give anything to post that, to post to their family, to share with their family that they're pregnant. And here you are. It's not a joke. It's not funny. Like, it's not funny to fake a pregnancy. Um, so that's just one thing I am passionate about. Don't ever do that. <laughs> I just, I, I have, I, I flat out said, I will delete you if I see it. And someone did do it. And I was like, bye. Like, Cut you're done. Cut I was like, like, you're it. doing it. Bye, bitch. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I don't, I don't, I take it seriously. I just don't think it's funny. I don't think jokes about pregnancy and faking it are funny because it hits home yeah absolutely so so speaking of hitting home um one thing that bobby and i when we were talking about this episode i i love having the female perspective but i think an interesting voice to include in this would be your husband i would love to hear what zach went through with this so we actually have zach with us here today zach welcome back how you doing it's great to be back again yes if for those of you who don't know zach was on a earlier episode so he is a pro podcaster now yes i am yes I'm better than leanne <laughs> <laughs> not com- true the competition ensues already <laughs> um so 
like uh, Caitlin had mentioned, we really wanted to kind of get both perspectives here um, just on this topic that is, you know, not talked about a lot. And I feel like, um, you know, being on the other side of it, on the, on the, I guess, would it be the receiving end of, of it? Just another end. I think we were talking about this, like girls post about it on Facebook. That's how I, I learned about your journey. But I've never seen a man post about about this. Yeah. So, so talk to us. What was it well, like for you? I, well, one, I'm not really a social media guy. Um, <clears throat> so I wouldn't post anything anyway. And I think, you know, like I was raised, you know, you know, to be a man's man, you know, like when the family's down, you're up, you're the guy who's got to keep the everything moving here, because if you're breaking down, then everything's breaking down. So, um, you know, it, it sucked. Like, like it was a gut punch, especially the first time, but like, it's, it sounds sick to say, but after two, three, you kind of just get numb to it. Like, you're like, Oh, another miscarriage. Okay. You know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool, more sex. You know, <laughs> you, know you know, you know, there's yeah, always the, an ulterior move. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, and like, but like this, this past pregnancy with Zane was a little more, um, I guess, high strung because like this was, I mean, she had had enough going through all this, and I don't blame her. You know, it's you know, she's got to get all like, the surgeries, the DNCs they called. She had to get all that done, and you know, every time. You know, you go into surgery, it's a risk. And, you know, this was the last one we were going to do. So I was, this one I was nervous for. But as far as dealing with it, you know, I just, I was just there for her. You know, I was, if she needed something, whether it be a hug or like a kick in the butt, like, you know, sometimes you got to have some tough love. And, you know, I can show my love a little rough sometimes. Like a lot of times, the more I care, the harder I am on people. But it's like, I really, it's because I care about you. So, I mean, sometimes we had some arguments over it, but uh, we got through it, you know, and we have two awesome kids and, you know, you just keep going, you keep, you keep pushing through it. So I have a uh, interesting, like, so like, did you ever think it was you? Um, the first time, well, no, I didn't because we were getting pregnant. I mean, a lot of the times when it's the guy, nothing's really happening am i right about yeah, that so like the women like if i believe i be I, 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 I could be wrong too so don't quote me on this but from at least from my experience and talking with some friends who are struggling with infertility that they haven't even gotten pregnant so yeah that's when multiple times i'm not getting pregnant then her husband or boyfriend fiance whatever significant other would go and get tested i mean i'm not gonna lie like we like I think we decided that we were going to try, and it was like, boom, done, got it done. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, the fucking man. I'm, I'm the man. Myrtle, Myrtle. Yeah, like, you know, like, I'm like, okay, this is great. And then we're all excited, and then boom, you know, you know, six weeks, it had stopped growing. And, you know, I look at things, too. I try to find, like, a positive out of it. Like, thank God it stopped at six weeks. Like, imagine if it was, like, full term, and you, like, have a stillborn. Like, I, like, I don't know how I could handle that. Right. Like, at least, like... At six weeks, she never really started to change. She never saw the kick. She never heard the heartbeat. So it never really got to be something. So you never really got attached to it. So it, it kind of made, I guess, for me, a little easier to, you know, not be so upset about it. And like, hey, you know, this is something we're going through. We got to just, you know, we got to get you fixed. And then, you know, and we'll make it right. And, and I think that's interesting, too, because after just speaking with Leanne so, so long, 
um, you kind of spoke to the opposite so, of that. And I was so just going to say. So I think yeah. it's you know, interesting to hear, yeah. like, what that's like for two different partners. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, because guys don't go through it. I mean, they like can't physically, get pregnant. They, physically, yeah. they can't yeah. get So, like, to me, it's like the moment you find out you're pregnant as a woman, you're automatically a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a mom from day one. And so, you know, having that loss, it sucks. And you're grieving because you do get attached. And even though it wasn't anything yet, you don't, you know, to me it was. And it's a loss and it's it's something that I'm always going to sit here and wonder like what would that child have been like you know I think this past September was um would have been our first due date or like their first due date for their first pregnancy and the kid would have been five oh, wow. you know so it's like kind of thing like, what thinking, would your like, life be like been? right yeah. now with a like, five-year-old right yeah. when, when I'm, I'm sure with a five-year-old like would we probably have bald <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa. it's Whoa, stuff that I think it. about and um, that's probably Zach I'm sh- I'm just guessing is that something that you even cross your mind yeah i mean it did i mean because like i because i feel like i'm older like i'm 36 i feel like i'm older to be having a three-month-old i know that's kind of like the norm today there's a lot of you know older guys and older moms having kids but like you know, my goal was to graduate college i want to have all my kids by the time i was 30 oh wow well that just <laughs> never happened you know which is Joke's fine on you yeah and Joke's just, on you for dating somebody five years younger. Than yeah. <laughs> five and a half. But so I was going to like, you know, so you just you, you just adapt and readjust and you, you know, you set your goals different. But, you know, when we first had, you know, our first one was, a you know, we found out she was expecting. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. So I think I was, what, 30? You were, you were I was 31. I was, yeah. 31. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, you know I'm a little behind, but it's cool. And, uh. And then it's just like it didn't happen. And then she had surgery. And then a second one, and it didn't happen. I'm like, is this ever going to happen? Did you guys ever talk about adopting or anything like that if it, if it didn't work out? Um, I don't think we did. No, I wasn't. You know, we had talked to enough people. And even the guy we had, um, Dr. Lindbergh, awesome dude. He's retired. Uh, him and his wife went through the same thing we went through. So uh, we kind of had enough. Like, it's not uncommon. So. I think that's what helped me deal with it the most. Like I talked to a ton of people. Yeah, we had a couple miscarriages. Yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Like you'll get through it. But the one thing I got sick of hearing though, all the time was, well, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. I'm like, I get it wasn't meant to be. And there's probably a reason why you know, we didn't have that kid. Maybe, it, maybe the kid would have been severely ill, or maybe you know we you just weren't ready or whatever. But it still gets – I get sick in here. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. I'm like, all right, you know, that's we can that have that. Help. We can have that person talk to Mike O'Malley who already explained in previous episodes that everything does not happen for a reason. It just happens, okay? Yeah. So, but that's awesome. I mean, I mean, you know, things happen, and, you know, you just – like I said, I was – I just wanted to be there for her. It um, it, it could have drove a wedge through a relationship. You know, I could have been sitting there being, why can't we have kids? This is your fault, but – you know, it takes two to tango. I mean, it could have been something, you know, with me. I don't know either. But like I said, that's all in the past it's just now. It's so wild to me that you guys just still don't know what it was. Yes, we don't. And, you know, and kind of piggybacking off of, like, what Zach said, like, I'm thankful he wasn't like, it's your fault. Because I constantly felt that fault. It's mm-hmm. it's my fault. Like, obviously, it's me because it's not him. We're getting pregnant. Um, you know, so I think that's, you know, that's why I was kind of like always upset about it. It's like, it's me. It's me. And, you know, thankfully he wasn't that way because there's plenty of men out there who have been. Like, I mean, it's I mean everything fault. else is her fault, but, oh, <laughs> yes. but not that. Yes. Just not so I is. have to ask because he asked Leanne, obviously you guys were having sex more. Um, was that 
sex different for you when it was like we have to do it right now we're obviously letting go like yeah yeah it was uh it felt like a job i mean trust me it was a great job but it felt like a job i I mean for you know she's like okay we gotta go now or i'm like you know i'm like sometimes i was asking her like you're ovulating now right let's go come on you know (laughs) but uh you know, it, yeah, Zach's got the app on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I see you're ovulating. It's this time. Weekend, right? Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then like you, and then the funny thing too, like you start talking to guys, like we gotta hit it on this date. You gotta do it three days before, three days after, and you gotta do it this way. You gotta do it that way. I mean, and I know some of them missed, but trust me, I was trying all the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, and to kind of speak to the reason, like why I asked, like if it was ever, if you ever thought that it was you, you know, because I'm infertile, yeah, you know, as far as I know, you know, mm-hmm. from from going through chemo and stuff like that, and that was like, you know, kind of shocking news because like I, up until for, for majority of my life, I was like, yeah, there's absolutely no way, like I want to have kids, like because yeah for a very long time i was like there is no way one i don't i don't like babies two i'm like i am a pain in the ass and me bringing in another me is scary as shit you don't need any more bobbies well probably be a perfect genius though that's what you're yeah i'm like gem i'm like god damn it so um but yeah but learning that you were infertile to maybe make you want kids so no it's <laughs> a great question. A great um, question. No, I don't think it did, but it definitely changed my perspective because it was different when someone was like, or when I was like, I don't want to have kids to them when a doctor came in and said, you don't have sperm. And it's like, you can't have kids. And you're just like, oh, fuck. So it's like that liberty is taken away from you, you know? So you're just like, man, it's different when you choose to, but then when, it's different you, when fit- you have control and this is something you didn't have control. Yeah, over. No control over that. So like, as far as I know, you know, I don't have any swimmers. So like the, if I do meet the right girl and this, that, and the other thing, and there's a time where we decide like we have decisions to make, you know what I mean? Like yeah. do, I mean, I should be, I know I should go get tested again to see if it came back. Cause it can come back, but I <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was good. That was good. There you go. That's why we brought her on. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so like, you know, I should, I should go get that tested, but it, you know, it's just one of those things that is life just gets in the way. But yeah, I mean, like I, we have, at the, if it still comes back zero, like we have some serious decisions to make, you know so what I mean? So do you tell girls this when you start? Like, I guess, is that, is that something that you have said in previous Hi, I'm relationships? I'm I'm inferral. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think it's, as a woman, if I were dating you and, I would want to know that pretty early because oh yeah not for like, nothing like i don't mean to be an ass but like are there other options are you into other options like i want kids that's really important to me and if i was dating a guy and he didn't tell me for a while i'd be like what the fuck bro well, like, like interesting like what's too early because like if you i'm say a guy soon, then it's weird and i go out on a date with you and i'm gonna say hey this is our first date but you have to know i can't have kids so right away in that's your true. mind you're going wait I'm on a date. You're talking about having kids with me? <laughs> well, I don't go uh, on dates, remember? So, uh... That's true. You don't go on dates. <laughs> if you meet a guy at a bar and you come and say, hey, you're really pretty. I can't have kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, so like what's too uh, soon or what's not soon enough? I mean. I don't know. So do you tell girls or? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got, clearly, I have a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? So I'm an open book. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I talk about my cancer journey and all that stuff pretty candidly with, with people. Yeah, so, I guess that's a good segue. So like it's pretty easy to kind of transition into that. So almost every single girl that I have been with after uh, my my journey um, has, does know yes so to answer your question directly yes okay. but it is it's it's still like 
a weird feeling because you're just like, yeah, I don't. And I definitely downplay it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking care because I'm Tommy Toughnuts, right? But, you know, I it, – it is weird, you know. And I know another friend of mine who was not fertile as well too and took him five years, if I'm not mistaken, to get it back. And they just had a beautiful baby too. I was actually just on the phone with him the other day. Um, had a beautiful baby and uh, baby boy and whatnot. Yeah, so it wound up uh, it wound up working out for them. And I remember when they got pregnant, I I called him and I was just like, "There, there, no one else deserves this more than you guys do." Just because I know that he like tried so hard and he would go every single year and get tested because he also had lymphoma as well. Um, and he would get tested every single year in this kind of thing. And it was zero, zero, zero. And then finally they came back and. So they I were might like, be hope for you yet. There yeah. You go. yeah, they go, you got a couple swimmers, and he was like, it, it was. It just takes one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, yeah. And he, I remember he, when I called him, when I found out, he was like, yeah, I found out a couple swimmers, and it was a, a couple of, uh, you know, texts to the boss saying, hey, I got to go home. My girl's ovulating. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like four or five times of doing that, and here That's we are. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So speaking of rainbow babies, um, you have Eva and Zane. Do you ever talk about this? Like, do you do you plan to tell Eva about this? Like, is she is she aware right now? I mean, I know she's only what three. She's so. yeah, she's three and a half. I mean, she definitely doesn't know. I mean, but like, you know, it's interesting. Like, if the baby would have went full term and it was actually buried in a graveyard, I'd say I'd be, be different. Be different, but because like, she like, you know, not to like make light of it, but she just lost it, lost it six weeks. I don't know if it's like. Okay, you're old enough now. Your mom had two miscarriages. Right, that's true. Yeah. Like so, I mean, if she asks, we'll tell her. But it's not going to be like, okay, we need to sit down and have a family. It's discussion not something that thing. you're like, we need to. We're going to prep right. for this conversation. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think maybe like as she gets older, and kind of like explaining to her like the birds and the bees and yeah. you know, like that type of thing. But yeah. even then, it's like, okay, well. I mean, she might deal with it when she gets older. older. And exactly. We'll, maybe we'll tell her then, like, hey, don't worry about it. Just you know, make sure you find a good man that's going to support you. And, you know, not knock you down over, which is huge, you know, because, you know, it, she couldn't be by herself for a couple of days, you know, especially the first one. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, maybe we'll tell her then. But, I mean, Zane, I, I we'll mean. We'll just raise him to be, you know, supportive. I want yeah, him to. Uh, and sympathetic to that stuff. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I have no time for any of that, you know, messing around or any of that stuff. I'm like, you know, just so all about. You know, just having babies. Person. Yeah. So they say that kids can sense that kind of stuff. Do you think that she knows? Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because um, just the other day, Zach was getting home from the gym. It's Friday night. This yeah, Friday. This past Friday. And um, I was in the kitchen cooking dinner and, you know, Zane was napping and Eva was just kind of like dance. She's into like dress up right now. So she's like in her. She's in crazy. Her, yeah. Just playing. She's crazy. She's got Run the around. heaviest yeah. feet in the world. Oh my too. Gosh. <laughs> so she was like dancing around in the kitchen and she looked, she like stopped and she had like one of her princess necklaces on and she said, mommy, I have a sister and she lives in my heart. No. And I like stopped what I was doing and I was like. What did you say? All right, I'm crying again. It's <laughs> happening again. Oh my god! Yeah, make me cry because like I held it in for her because I just don't like crying in front of her because then she gets all. Did you hear sad. this act too? Were you there for that? Yeah, I was. Well, he was just walking in the door. I was walking the door, and she's dancing around, and she's being Eva. You know, you know, she's living up to the name um, Eva Monster, and she's running around, and she says this, and we're like, what? And then she said again, like she said, she has a sister, and she lives in her heart. I'm like. 
whoa, you know, the chills, the whole thing. I'm like, it was bizarre. She's never, like, we did never, she elaborate on it at all? Nope. No. She just dropped it like it never happened again. I think again. she's still like, Eva's very observant. So, like, she saw our reaction and was like, is this something I should be talking yeah, about yeah, type yeah. of thing? So, she kind of just shut down a little bit. But, like, actually, we tried pulling it out of her. And I think we, we do that a lot with her. Like, when she says something, we're like trying to get more information mm-hmm. out of her. She's like, no, I don't want to say it. She's too smart. She's too smart. Um, but we, we didn't – I didn't press it anymore with her. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put that pressure on her to talk about it. If she brings it up again, like, cool. That's but, amazing. like, it was wow. just – it was so weird because, like, she, we've never she's talked never, about she's it. She's never said anything like that before. And she's never said anything like that – I mean, after. It's only been yeah. a couple of days. Now, she just did have a new niece that was born. Right. So I don't know if that was, like – but, I mean, it was just – It was just too weird. So di- it was so direct what she oh, said. So beautiful. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and it, like, it's weird because, like, we don't – we – three miscarriages, we only knew the gender of one. One was a boy. Um, could the, the tissue that they did the genetic testing on, they're like, oh, do you want to come back? Do you want to know what it is? Like, oh, it was a boy. We're like, oh, thanks. It's like, like, great news. Thanks. thanks. Like, there's that my me, son. Yeah. <laughs> there goes that my son. That makes me yeah. feel really good about myself that, it, you know, it was going to be a boy. But um, – so we, we don't know the, the gender – or sorry – the sex of the you know the other two so in a way it's like okay maybe it was a girl and it it is her sister that lives in her heart i don't know it just it hit hard and then just yeah well and like uh you know back to those tests and stuff that she got i don't know if she like even like elaborate on this stuff but yeah she did what was i think the most frustrating about those tests she had to take was nothing came up wrong yeah. I think that was. Did you mention that? Yeah, okay. we spoke about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was just so like, like yeah. to me, anytime I actually showed any kind of frustration to this, was that I'm like, I wanted to come back say, I want a fucking answer. Wrong. Like, you know, this is what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to take this medicine. She needs to take that, and it's fixed. No, your progesterone's a little low. And then the second, and then after we had Eva, I remember them saying, "Well, you probably don't need that anymore." I was like, "What?" Like. Like, can someone give me a straight answer here? Mm-hmm. Or, and just tell me, look, it, it's going to be tough. You just keep Got banging. Yeah, yeah, you know? Just keep banging. You're <laughs> like, yes, it. that's what I want to yeah. hear. And Leanne's like, that does not include oral, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, do you guys have anything else that you want to address? Any any last thoughts or anything like that? I think if we give Zach some clo- – like, we gave her a closing argument. Let's give Zach a closing thing. Like, what would you suggest as far as, uh, like, a male – saying you know have going through this with their wife like what would you tell if the wife's tell having the miscarriage he's yeah, he's yeah. fine yeah yeah because like, uh, that's all i know yeah you're wrong yeah um you know just be supportive for her if she's gonna she's gonna be crazy at times she's gonna think it's her fault you know and you're gonna tell her it's not your fault and she's gonna say yes it is my fault and you're gonna have almost be like look i'm telling you it's fine and she's gonna say no it's all my fault just be there for her. um you know just give her a hug and Sometimes a little tough love, if if you if warranted, if warranted is okay. You know, sometimes like it's time to get up, it's time to move on. You gotta go to work. We gotta have, a, you know, we gotta we gotta keep moving here, and uh, that's what I kept in my mind. Just you know, just keep going on next day, next day, um, and um, you know, don't be ashamed to tell people you had a miscarriage. I know, uh, you know, I work with a lot of guys, and um, you know, like you tell them, oh, wife's expecting, and then you see him again. And they're and they ask what's you know uh, what's going on and then you say well you know we lost a baby like don't be ashamed to say that because it happens it's nothing she's doing nothing you're doing just 
wasn't meant to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just wasn't something. But don't say that. Yeah. yeah but don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> don't say that too. But like, don't be ashamed because there's, because, you know, there is element of embarrassment there. And once you tell people that you're pregnant, they got to tell them again, the same story, like, Hey, we lost the baby again at six weeks. Like it, like it's like almost gets a little it, exhausting. Yeah. It gets exhausting. So, you know, and then, and then you get kind of weird, you know, when you find out you're pregnant and you just want to hunker down and not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, don't, don't be embarrassed to say, Hey, we lost a baby. Just, you know, just something we got to go through and you know, we'll on to the out. next one. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. And what's interesting, one. I want to point out too, that we interviewed the first part of this Leanne by herself and we brought Zach in for the second half. So it's interesting to see the overlap. You guys are saying a lot of the same things. So. Yeah. I, I actually did want to point that out. Like you, you said you had touched on, you're like, I don't like when people make jokes about it. And that was literally her closing argument. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it, it was like, and you were upstairs tending to two other children, Zane, you know, Zane and which Eva. we'll point out too. Also that if you hear any, uh, any babies crying or heavy feet upstairs, it's the two, it's the two, little the two rainbow babies two upstairs. Yep. Yeah. yeah Eva monster and Zane train doing the thing so um on that note just want to thank you guys leanne especially i know that's not it's not an easy topic um discussing it's very emotional and whatnot um so thank you for sharing your story and coming out and spending time on the podcast zach thanks for coming back on and providing a different perspective as well too i think that was pretty important to have you have you on as well anytime thank you you for finally having me (laughs) leanne do you want to plug your instagram people want to reach out to you sure it's you know my instagram is just my first and last name leanne freiling l-e-a-n-n-e-f-r-y-l-i-n-g and zach we know you don't have instagram which is fine i'm a caveman (laughs) just if you have something to say to me you can say to her (laughs) yeah if you want you can reach out to zach through me yeah Yeah, just be respectful we'll come after you there you go (laughs) so uh on that note again uh make sure you guys follow the irregular podcast instagram it is at irregular podcast feel free to follow my personal instagram as well too at yo bob e-y-o-o underscore b-o-b and make sure to like, follow, subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcast, etc. And make sure you follow my personal Instagram as well at Katie underscore A-N-I. That's K-A-I-T-Y underscore A-N-I. Also, please feel free to join the Facebook group. There's a lot of fuckery that goes on in there. Daily polls, fun stuff. Um, and if you're interested in joining the podcast, if you want to come on as a guest, reach out to us. Like I always say, I want more DMs. So get in our DMs. Make me an offer I can't refuse. And uh, yeah, we will uh, see you guys next Thursday. Love y'all.